0: that uh people don't travel during in december they stay with their families and the places they go they go to like where the older people are and arkansas is a retirement state so people go where the older people are you know your grandmamas your aunts uncles you know so then i was wondering why i was booked there but dallas is so slow so I, i start to see why you should have places in different cities like different different areas like dallas is the big city you can have one here have one in like Little Rock World, Little Rock where I have one, and you can, it can offset all your costs. It was real weird after I started noticing that little trend, so people don't travel in December.
1: Welcome to Live, Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello,
0: hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live, Let Thrive. Man, man.
1: My bad. <laughs> now he's now you can hear us you know talking while we're recording this right he's just yeah. checking out the feed we're, we're live we're live in two spots right
0: yeah yeah I just shared it that's what I was doing okay but cool. man so pretty much hopping in what episode are we on
1: we're on episode 74 this is this is what's going on folks to describe it to you guys that are just listening in the in the podcast world. We're Right now, we're recording on, on Facebook Live, so live recording, whatever, and also we're recording on YouTube Live, so we're like going intergalactic with this thing, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah, we kind of got to get some faces to the names. <laughs> I guess so,
1: you know, names. people want to see us, you know, they've been asking, hey, the, we want to see y'all. Yeah, right? even
0: the dude on YouTube, what did he say? He said, what happened to your episodes? <laughs> <laughs> we're from 40 to 70.
1: 40, yeah, 40 to 70. You know, we we skipped a few. We skip, you know, Grant Cardone style. Skip up to the big numbers. Yes, sir. Hey, um, oh yeah, one fan said back in the back in the day. He goes before they before she saw it. She's like, I pictured two um uh, middle aged um, balding black dudes talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sorry to disappoint you. We got a lot of hair left going on, and you know yeah. whatever. So glad um, this is Live That Thrive, the um, podcast, the best podcast in the world, I think.
0: Share economy, share economy, Airbnb, Turo. Oh yeah, I kept saying I'm gonna get the Turo guy on. We had, finally have a date scheduled with the Turo dude, January seventh. We'll get him on. Um, but yeah, so what's been up on the Airbnb world and you, on your side?
1: This is a slow season coming up.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about the down season because I noticed um, Dallas has been super slow. Um, but I was able to secure two, three-month – no, no, no. A four-month booking from two different people on the same property uh, using Price Labs. So that definitely helped me out. So, yeah, man.
1: It's okay. So you've been talking about this Price Labs for a while. Yeah. And it's better than Beyond Pricing. Yeah. How the hell did they book you up for three solid months, four solid months?
0: Uh I just changed I manipulated the pricing like Saeed said. I um pretty much what I did was I uh I I set that little four night minimum rule if it's twenty days out or, or, or less if it's twenty days out or more. So one of my properties, one dude that came in just booked it for a whole month. And then I had that rule set. So the next person who came in after him, they automatically had to wait a month. So he ended up just taking it for the next three months. <laughs> so I was like, cool. You know, and it was all through Airbnb. Um, Damn. Oh, but that ain't the biggest story I have. I, I wish I could actually, I wish there's a way. We, we'll, we'll get, we're going to get all our video editing up. But somebody, remember how I was, what I did with my condo. I um, put everything up for like a thousand dollars a night because it's currently rented. Right. You know, the first person who hit me up, she was asking to book it, but she was asking me to lower the price, you know, to 1600 a month. It was listed at like 33000 for her to stay. Lady came in today. She wanted it for the $24,000. i am like,
1: dang, Are man. Are you serious? Yeah, but I, don't, I haven't heard
0: back from her, though. I don't know because she, like, um, she was like, you can take it. She was like, um, I'm a traveling nurse, and I just wanted it for three months. And I'm like, as soon as I hear back, hey, I'm about to call my tenant. Like, <laughs> hey, I'll run you some bread to get out. <laughs> 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 hey, I'll run you some bread. Get up out of here. The hell. <laughs> But I don't know, but I'm shocked that anybody even hit me up about it, but they did. So I was like, oh, snap.
1: See, I figure, I mean, you can sniff out a scam more better than most people because you've been doing this for a while. You think yeah. there's any chance she could be trying to pull a little scammy scam?
0: You knew she was. I don't know what she – she got to at least pay me up front at least. So that's – what, she's going to give me at least ten, twelve thousand 12000 up front? <laughs> God. I'll pay a lawyer to evict you. If after that I don't give a damn, I got some money to spend. Now. <laughs> but I don't know. But yeah, that's been about it. So about the price labs and everything. So what's been going on in your Airbnb world?
1: In my Airbnb world, uh, a lot of stuff, man. I um, shout out to Khan if you're if you're out there, can or Khan. I was, you know, my our our super agent friend. Um, he's been uh, kind of a mentor to us. All right, yeah. So can. Selling one of his houses. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about checking it out. Thinking Thought about. Thought you were buying somebody else's house. My yeah, my sister's. Yeah. You know what happened with that? I'll go to that real oh, quick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened with that? Well, she um his company? My my sister's. Um, uh, my wife. My brother. My brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. My and he um his company is kind of like um. They said, well, they're paying for the move to California, right? My sister's moving to California. He's got another job and all this stuff. Yeah. And so they're going to go ahead and they said they'd pay, if, they'd pay market value for the house. Yeah. Whatever that is. And so instead of going through me, they said, well, we'll see what they say. They're going to pay for an appraisal and then go and then give us a price and stuff like that. And okay. And see what happens. And so um, I said, cool. I said, well, just let me know what they say about the price and uh, we'll see what we can do on our end. You know i Okay. What I'm but um, in the meantime, I, it's funny because I bumped into Can over there at the at the Northeast Mall of all places. Oh, really? Yeah, he came up behind us. He said, "Hey, man, what y'all doing here?" And I was yeah. like, I, "You know, doing some Christmas shopping. What about you, man?" And, and so we caught up a little bit. I hadn't seen him in a while and really talked mm-hmm. to him in a while. And so we you got went about over... twenty
0: Airbnbs now, don't he?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and this so, one that he's—that's the thing. This one he's selling. Actually, he was Airbnbing out of it because he had bounced. It's the one off of. Um, uh, East Chase and 30 over there. You know where that's at? East, East Chase, Chase and 30? 30. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, um, the, you know, can's thing is it's pretty genius. It's pretty yeah. freaking genius when you think about it. He moves every two years. They get a new house. They yeah. get another house. And so what happens, they'll they'll jump, they'll get a fixer-upper. They'll move into it. They'll fix it up real badass, you know. And in two years, they'll sell it. The reason, of course, they do that is because... A live-in flip. Yeah, if you, it's a live-in flip. So if you live in a house here in Texas for two, at most most states I believe two. But if you live there two years, two out of the five years that you own it, you could sell it for a profit and then keep um, keep all the profit tax free. So what can suggest is that we all you know do this <laughs> do this um, tax free money claim every two years, and it's a pain in the ass to have to move every two years. But yeah. he's saying if you you know move into a fixer upper or something you know halfway decent, fix it up nice move move out after it's appreciated two years and plus you know it's worth more because you fixed it up a little bit yeah and then um and sell it and you get that chunk of change let's say you made fifty thousand off of that you ain't gotta pay capital gains on it right no capital gains yeah you have to tell me about that yeah you have to live there two years though is the only catch and you have to you know and so he every two years no matter what he's moving houses (laughs) couldn't you homestead it though (laughs) Um, I mean, you might run into he's, he's some legal never, barriers. He but. said he's never homesteaded a house just because he moves so much. He's never even bothered to try to mm, homestead him, okay? Because he knows after two years he's going to move, and so um, that's what. Well, that,
0: what uh, area is he buying in? Like, he is he like going to like school digger and guaranteeing the appreciation's going to be there? Or well, I guess it's just Dallas is just a hot market right now, anyway. So they probably just don't get. He,
1: I think he buys them as such. He, he buys them as such a good deal okay. that he, he'll force appreciation into them. Okay, even if it's not the best school district, stuff like that. Okay, so because I mean, I, he lives. He hangs around the the Fort Worth area a lot. I he noticed was, that. Yeah, he stays yeah. around Fort Worth, and so um, so that's what he's doing now. He's moved out of this one, and and so he actually he's he's not lived there for three months. Really, and so he's been Airbnb in it. And so it's already. I mean, you walk in. It's funny because I went. And he he has the code on the door. He said, "Here's the code. Go check it out." And um, I went on my lunch break and I met my mm-hmm. wife there and um, did the code. Got in. It's all. It, there's a, a wine, you know, a bottle of wine waiting there in the living oh, room yeah. with the glasses. I mean, it's all Airbnb'd out, right? Oh yeah, it's yeah. flawless. You know, furniture. He goes high end. Oh yeah, yeah. So I've been got, to one of them. Yeah, nice hardwood floors and you know, paint. You know, beautiful painted. A nice kitchen. It's got the. Um, nice furniture, leather furniture, he has got the nice beds. I mean and he's even, he'd even break me a deal to just leave the furniture behind for a fee, you know. Yeah. And so I I mean I could move in day one, it's already ready to roll, kinda of yeah. thing. And I could even Airbnb it from day one if I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Although it's illegal in Fort Worth.
0: <laughs> they don't care Fort Worth. <laughs> <said> oh, <laughs> they don't care Fort Worth. But no, nah, like if you but but it would defeat your purpose of you could it would defeat your purpose of moving into it. Letting it appreciate and move in two years, right?
1: And that's that's the thing I was um, I was thinking too, because I'm buying at market at market at the market price, right? Yeah. And so I he makes I, out like I, I fra- wouldn't be doing he'd be making good money, yeah, I'm sure. And I, and he deserves. to. I mean, yeah. if you're gonna go in there and fix up a house. You know, he's got to pay his guys to do it, fix it up nice, do all the stuff, buy the furniture, decorate. Yeah. Yeah, he does. I mean, he, of course, I mean, if someone does puts the hard work in, they deserve the profit. Yeah. I'm just saying, if it makes sense to me financially to move in there, and I can rent this one out, you know, at a certain rate, and um, and make and make some make, make some money off of it. Oh, I see what then, you're doing. Then you know, it's it's that's why I'm kind of nervous to go take a jump like that because it's a little higher higher end house, right? It's four bedroom, two bath, two living areas. I mean, it's nice. I mean, they did a real good job on it. <laughs> And one other thing that's holding me back a little bit is that um it's it's it was built two thousand seven. It's a mm-hmm. newer house. Newer house. So they got those freaking micro yards, dude. <laughs> the yard is small. so small. My yard's small. Yeah, but the thing is with this I can handle the small yard. I've seen mm-hmm. friends that do some cool stuff with a small yard. They'll they'll they mm-hmm. like concrete most of it and make a little garden and I mean make it, they make it look cool. Put a little shed. I'm cool with a small yard, I don't have to mow it, stuff like that. But this one's weird because it goes like It goes out straight, you know, just Mm -hmm. like an area where you can have like a little bitty spot to do the barbecue and stuff. Yeah. And then it goes up straight up a hill. So that's like there's a chunk of the yard I can't even use if I wanted to because it's like at a steep angle. You know what I'm saying? And, um, of course, you know, can't, you know, can Cassell catch up to uh, a, <laughs> I, I don't even know, catch up with women with white, white gloves on or whatever yeah. he said, you know, how to say. Yeah, yeah. I to an Eskimo. Can, yeah. he's, he's a good salesman. He said, oh, I'll just put a, a, what's it called? A barrier wall or a, a, yeah, a barrier a, wall. One of those around it, in front yeah, of it. Yeah, one of yeah. those. Um, and, um, so I guess we'd have to dig out an area and put one of those, those kind of, you know, a wall out of brick or something like that to make it, um, well, we could use that that chunk of yard. Yeah, and, and so I don't know. I just that I've always every because I've been buying older houses. Yeah, and I grew up in older houses, and and every house I've ever been to has a, a big yard. Yeah, you know, and I'm just I've just grown accustomed to that. I know it's not a necessity, but I just like man. I just I don't know. I, I, I like a big yard
0: because I, I grew up in the Northwest, man. Ever since I moved to Texas, man, they got the smallest yards I ever seen in my life. Like I'm talking my. My whole house could fit in my parents' backyard. You know, like that's how big it was. So when I got here and people just started uh you know, I started buying houses, it's just man, you know. I noticed the backyards were so small I was like, dang, you know, I had to deck my whole backyard out where I live. Yeah. I had to put a whole slab concrete slab back there. You been in my backyard? Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't think you have. Yeah, uh-huh. I had to put a concrete slab back there, build the uh build a build a like a, what is it would be? A patio. I built my own patio back there. Cause, yeah, yeah. You know, the backyard was kind of small, and man, I I I'd never seen no small backyard, <laughs> so I moved to Texas, man. I was like, dang.
1: Well, see, that's the thing. Texas the, used to be big backyards. Also, the, the houses are close
0: together in Texas, so the only, so the only way to get a, a big backyard is to go outside of, like, Arlington. You got to go to, like, Kennedale. You get a right, big backyard. Right, right. Yeah, you got to go outside
1: the city. But anywhere that's doing newer houses, like from the two thousand mid two thousands on or whatever, it's they're all they're all like small yards. They, they yeah. try to cram their inner city, yeah, because they want to cram it. Cram together. as many houses on a piece of chunk of land that they that they can for the More you money, know, bang for you know. the buck, and that's understandable. Mm-hmm. And most people, and a lot of people, don't even I don't know they don't utilize the backyards like they used to back in the day. Yeah, because um yeah I'm, I mean I'm talking just like when I was a kid mm-hmm. over Haltom City my my grand my grandparents' house. They had, a, I mean, half acre in their backyard, you know, a, a small little house. But a, it was more about they'd rather have a small house, whatever, to utilize to sleep, eat, yeah. sleep, you know, whatever, and have a big yard. And, they, you know, they yeah. plant stuff back there and they utilize. They just, you know, I guess as we progressed from a agricultural society, yeah, standpoint, you know, we were used to big open spaces, big land and using the land, living off the land and then just kept Shrinking and shrinking and shrinking to, like, it's, it's, I mean, it's like the yard starts at this wall and ends at that wall. It's crazy, man. Yeah. That's
0: that's 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 a Texas thing, man. (laughs) Because I'm serious. I had never seen that. Because me and my wife were looking for a house. We were like, man, why is there no yards? And the realtor told us. She was like, you ain't going to get no backyards. You got to go outside the city. Because, remember, I was purposely, when I was buying my house, I was purposely looking for a house in Arlington. But I wanted it to be in Mansfield School District. And she was like, you ain't going to get no yard. So I was like, "All right, cool," you know. I'll settle with the appreciation, but but I mean, it
1: is um, the inside of the house is nice. Yeah, it's it's big. I mean, like mm-hmm. I said, it's more they'd rather people nowadays have a huge house, two story or one story, one story. I I I don't know. I've always liked the the one stories. I'm not opposed to a two story. I've always heard that the it's the um, electric bills are a lot higher in two story. Is that, they are? Is that correct? But you pay more for one story.
0: Really, yeah. You build out, not up. You build up, you pay less. You build out, you pay more. Ah. Yeah, I never noticed them, My, my dad told me that it was like he, because he, they bought a house in Arkansas. Yeah. It's about the same square footage as mine, but it's one floor. And he told me the price on it. and He was like, Yeah. He was like, He was like, You got to kind of settle for it when you get older. You go go keep going up and downstairs. So yeah, I noticed the one because I'm like, Why are these one story houses this much? But uh, I understand it now, though. Huh, yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, use more square footage. Sweet. But yeah, man. All so, right. so <laughs> how's the December? My bad. So this is what I noticed. I noticed a little trend. It like where you want to put your Airbnb or short term rental, Airbnb, whatever. Um. So I noticed in Dallas, it's been real slow. Right. I'm pretty much getting booked on weekends, and I'm having to slash prices in the middle of the week. But my Arkansas place booked whole month of december Hmm. but what i noticed was i was talking to i was listening to al williamson and he said uh people don't travel during in december they stay with their families and the places they go they go to like where the older people are and arkansas is a retirement state so people go where the older people are you know your grandmamas your aunts uncles you know so then i was wondering why i was booked there but dallas is so slow so I, i start to see why you should have places in different cities like different Different areas like Dallas is the big city, you can have one here, have one in like Little Rock, rural Little Rock, where I have one, and you can it can offset all your costs. It was a real weird after I started noticing that little trend. So, people don't travel in December,
1: they don't travel in December. No. What they about for go to Christmas like, and stuff? Uh-uh.
0: People, you think so, but they really <laughs> don't.
1: Thanksgiving, though,
0: yeah, they travel, but Christmas, it just no. Uh,
1: I've had I've been pretty booked up this December. Yeah, really. Yeah, I've been yeah, yeah see, almost that capacity. Been,
0: uh, not mine. Also, you have a bigger place though.
1: Yeah, it's more it's more family. I took your advice, by the way. What? I took our picture off of the Airbnb. Yeah, and yeah. And I put um, SNL. I, I just I had to come up with something real quick, so I put SNL yeah. Family Rentals, and I just you got to take your personal information off that <laughs> cuz i looked i'm like man you got your
0: whole personally yeah, you got to take all your personal info off though like you you got to do it as a business as a company so it's the
1: the only difference between about yeah how you how y'all are doing it and how we're doing it cuz we still love to u- to use airbnb and travel and so and we like to book spots and and, and i like to... i don't know i just um well, people see that we're gonna book something. That they're gonna. Oh yeah. yeah they're gonna say, "Oh, this, this this weird business wants to book my place." You know, I. As it, so we're using it on instant, both ends. Instant book only. <laughs> yeah, we could do instant book oh, only. But fact, there's some good gotta, ones that are not instant books that we like to stay at too. Yeah,
0: matter of fact, we got to talk about Carter. Carter's instant book situation.
1: Carter, Carter. <laughs> I want to hear this, man. But
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we never told you how huh, we were talking about.
1: No. Um, no.
0: Okay, so she's she's going to Vegas next month.
1: Okay, Carter Carter is a listener of the show, fan of the show.
0: So she's going to Vegas next month. She found a place on Airbnb. This she found this uh, full apartment for forty bucks a night, and she booked it, instant booked it. Um, the dude comes back to her, sends her a message, is like, "Oh, uh, my bad, my prices were wrong, and I, the place is really one fifty a night." He asked her if he she would pay the one fifty a night. Of course, she said no. So she posted what happened in the group. And I couldn't believe these people, the, the the hosts in there. They're like, "Oh yeah, you should negotiate with them and meet them halfway on the price. Um, it's not fair to the host." I'm like, "Hold on, it's not fair to the host." And he had it listed at forty a night. Pfft. It's like, man, that's some extra gambling money. I'd leave that alone, you know. I <laughs> if you gamble, you know, I yeah. But I'm they're telling her to negotiate. Go. She, she, they were like, "You should just go ninety a night to or a hundred a night to go half." I'm like. I'd be good with my 40 a night. I'd be out in Vegas kicking it, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's what, that was a story that happened. And yeah, she was like, they were going off, man. I'm like, y'all are tripping.
1: Well, the dude wants her to cancel.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he wants her to cancel. And I was like. What?
1: And she's going like, to have to pay some fee and stuff if she cancels? Yeah, I'm
0: like, that's dumb. cancel nothing.
1: Why don't he cancel then if he's so concerned about Cause it? Because he, he's one of them people that,
0: oh, I care about my reviews. you know. And, look, I ain't going to lie. Let me tell you what happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I li- I had to you know my place got booked. Somebody checked out early, and uh-huh. I duplicated my listing for my place downtown. As soon as I duplicated it, boom! I got booked. Man, I forgot to put a cleaning fee on that shit. I'm like, <laughs> damn. So I so the whole reservation was just done. Like I didn't even make no money off the reservation, but I honored it. I was like, I can't. I lost on that one.
1: You That's know? your mistake. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: It's your mistake. You gotta you gotta you gotta add up. You gotta man up to it. You know, I was
1: like, damn. It's like a store, you know? I mean, they... Made 12 bucks off that reservation. <laughs> at, least, like, at least you profited, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, dude, just stayed in my crib for $12, man. But, you know, but I was, you know, and I paid the cleaner the rest. But, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's a mistake, you know? That ain't nothing to do with the guest.
1: But I always treat the guest right, because next time he's going to... He's going to... You never know. He'd be like, man, this is a nice place, nice day. Yeah. I'm going to stay here again. And you might, you know, he might come back. Yeah. He might not, and then,
0: whatever. Some dude... Hosted, oh, well, the host can show up and deny you entry. I'm like, then he's going to have to lose his listing. She's going to get a free place by Airbnb. I'm like, she's in a win win situation. But it goes back to show you how much power you have as a guest on Airbnb's terrible customer service platform. <laughs> but yeah, that was a trip.
1: What, what, if she, I'm sorry, if this um, host. I, and I want you to read some of the stuff that went on if you if you got any of it or, or just give me the gist of some of it because it, I hear that it got pretty pretty heated on there. Oh, uh,
0: you know, I start trolling that <laughs> shit after a while. I was like, okay, I'm about to troll. I'm about this is to the troll this. The
1: Airbnb professional host. Uh, yeah, Facebook after a while, page. I
0: just start trolling in there. I'm like,
1: I got kicked off of that group. I got kicked off of there, and um, you know, whatever, because I said something that was uh, they perceived as racist. I was making light of something. I need to tell the truth about the, their... I was pointing out the obvious, right? And um go back to a couple episodes you'll hear what I said.
0: <laughs> what did you say? You said, "Oh yeah, yeah, if you booked oh, that them, I was white like, people." <laughs> yeah, that's what I was
1: saying. I was like, "Oh, I kind of like the new policy because uh, about not showing the pictures to us before we let them <laughs> book at our place cuz it's like it's, you know, it's like gambling." All, and then you, you know, you let them book. And all of a sudden you wait, and then you see their picture, and you're like, oh, right, it's white people. <laughs> so I was making light of the people yeah, keep going crazy. quick for that. I was just responding to the people going crazy about, about oh, I, I, I want to know who's going to be in my house. You know, what kind of person's going to be in my house? Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is some, some discreet racism going on here. <laughs> what what kind of people do you want to let stay there? Hey, you know?
0: man, now them hosts over in uh, Melbourne, uh, Australia, they don't give a fuck. Man,
1: what they, happened?
0: Oh, I guess somebody had broken somebody's house. This lady's like, yeah, yeah, that's why I don't. I just, I just don't host host Africans. So I'm, I'm figuring like she's about to get some backlash, man. Like everybody liked that shit in Australia. I was like, damn, oh, wow. <laughs> I ain't booking no Airbnbs <laughs> over there. I don't use the <laughs> shit anyway. But you know, but yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was pretty crazy. But yeah, that I'll I'll, I'll post some stuff in like the comment section of of what they all said. But yeah, it was a bunch of stuff that just. It was kind of crazy that host would say, like, you need to uh, – yeah, one lady said, you're screwing the host over. You ain't screwing no host over. The host screwed himself. Now, if he, she then she started talking about being compassionate, I'm like, yeah, you could say it's not compassionate, but don't say she screwed the place over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, she didn't screw nobody over.
1: What was that article that you, that you posted today on Facebook? Oh,
0: about Portland? Um, so yeah. the city of Portland did what New Orleans did. They just went straight to Airbnb instead of trying to find hosts. Like, you know, hiring these third-party companies, they just went straight to Airbnb and was just like, hey, give me all the hosts, comply, and give me all the hosts that are hosted. And Airbnb was like, okay, we'll just turn over the information. It's exactly what they did to Arlington.
1: Oh. Oh. Yeah. So and Arlington like, came out and asked who the, all was doing Airbnb? Yeah, that's what
0: happened. Like, who all got letters? Didn't nobody say, oh, Home Away said, everybody was like, yeah, I have an Airbnb. Yeah, it was Airbnb that gave the information up. It, ain't, it wasn't that hard to figure out.
1: So, the, so a city, all they have to do is go is, ask. It just ask. Yeah, and New Orleans.
0: New Orleans shut down a bunch of people doing that. They just went and asked, and like, and then after they asked, they went and just said, um, "Hey, in order to sign up, like if you go to try to create a listing in New Orleans, you have to give them this permit number that the city gives you to even make an Airbnb."
1: which is just like the SAP SUP thing they're trying they're trying here in Arlington.
0: Not really. Cuz Arlington, I think the Arlington City Council's kind of old, so they probably <laughs> don't know that they can do that. They can really you can set up a registration number and then once your registration number goes through Airbnb's system and back to the city, then you can host. That's how it is in New Orleans.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, that's why people kept saying like in the group, they're like, "Yeah, let's tell them about New Orleans." No, nah, we don't need to tell them nothing about New Orleans.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Airbnb's been giving out people's personal information though.
1: Tell the world, Micah. What what pisses you off the most about the Arlington fight?
0: Arlington fight?
1: Yeah. What aspect of what we're ask at uh, you know the Arlington Airbnbers are asking for this and that from the city? What aspect of that pisses you off the most?
0: I think they're 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 lumping in home share hosts with remote hosts, and that's why I don't I don't like
1: even the most hardcore like cities that are trying to ban it San Francisco, New York, yeah, whatever, they, San Diego, they they don't they they make a big difference between the two, right? Yeah, you're yeah, allowed I mean, to well, do it.
0: Well, what happened was they they I think Denver kind of set the precedent on that when they were trying to say, "Hey, you have to Denver set the precedent by pretty much saying they tried to ban it outright, and then the home share people, they were like, "Okay, we can't really tell these people who they can Open their door to because a home share host is technically letting visitors into their home, so it's a different it's a different category, right? Right. A different business model, and that's what I was noticing because I'm thinking like people keep telling me, yeah, if you do home share, I I don't think home shares are affected. I think home share people are putting themselves in the mix. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not putting myself in the mix like that. So if they say anything about home shares, that's when I'll have a problem.
1: So that. So that article is saying pretty much um, there's nowhere to hide and there's no there's no way to underground anymore
0: in that city in the city of Portland which is my hometown right. they're doing it so I mean
1: and you I just, and if you claim that Arlington used the same kind of methods to get the information then there's no yeah it's, there's no bad. point of doing the underground here either because
0: yeah, I'm, I'm I don't even host in New Orleans barely anymore
1: so what would be the solution did you jump off Airbnb altogether? Yeah, they
0: said fair BnBs coming, but they only allow you to have one listing supposedly.
1: Yeah, you can jump on there. I mean, you can jump
0: on there. You can I mean, the only way is direct booking like I've been telling people. You got to do direct booking. You got to have your own platform.
1: The thing is to get the eyeballs to come to your platform. And um if you use Airbnb I do it.
0: I do it. I get people that hit me up all the time outside of Airbnb
1: without going through Airbnb or going through
0: Uh, Without going through. Well, I use Airbnb to advertise myself. That's what I mean. So so So, this is what I mean. They'll use. Okay, you can type ShareBNB online and I'll come up. Right, right. But if you go to my Airbnb profile page, they they can read and see, oh, I can just go directly through him without Airbnb. Without even typing me a message. And they'll just say, hey, I saw you on Airbnb. Can I book this place?
1: That's great. But. I'm running into one run
0: issue. My bad. <laughs> I've been running into one issue. Like with my timeshares, it's kind of a trust thing. Like they can pay online, but they're like, one dude came up, he was like, hey, how do I know I'm going to have this place if you just book it outside of Airbnb? I'm like, yeah, I guess that's a trust thing. I was like, you can book through Airbnb and if you want, you know? So yeah. that's the only thing. I just got to, I got to get a reliability factor to come up.
1: And here's the thing too, because like back in the, well, when I started Booking. dot com, you know, at yeah, first yeah. it was it was pretty much hey between me and the guest, you know, yeah. And they, so I guess they they trusted me back then. I was like, they would send me. I would I would you know call contact them, you know, talk to them directly. And they was I say, well, you know, just send me or, you know, you pay with a credit card or whatever because I have the um, the Square app. So you yeah. can Pay however you want, and then they pay me. And they said, okay, well, we'll show up tomorrow, and that was pretty much trust, you know. Yeah,
0: but my my question is that is. On that is Booking. dot com holds somebody accountable, though. So let's just say you let's say you get dude's credit card information. Boom, you swipe the card, and he doesn't have access to the place. Who's the mediator on that?
1: Yeah, oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, that. See, you were saying going through Booking. dot com.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, but
1: I was I was directly dealing with the guests.
0: But you got him off Booking. dot com.
1: I got him off there. Yeah, I got them off Booking.com, and Booking.com saw that I booked, and so they just sent me an invoice to say, okay, you booked with them, they paid you directly, that's cool, you owe us, you know, 30 yeah, yeah. bucks. Yeah,
0: so that's what I'm saying. So that's what he was saying. He was like, what if I get there and I can't, you don't give me access, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just say you said, screw it, dude, gave me $200, I'm out, I'm not giving them access. <laughs> Who's the mediator? Or is Booking.com like, well, you did it outside of us, it's on you.
1: Here's what would happen. I mean, back then, now it's all through Booking.com. Yeah, they figured yeah. out how to do it all through there, and that's fine. That's great. It's better. And um, but here's what would happen: they would they would put those they would they're they're huge. They're freaking huge. Yeah, they're yeah. a multi billion dollar company. And so they would say they would tell the guest, "I'm sorry that they're doing that. We're going to put you in a similar price one, blah blah blah." And in the area, they'll, they'll they're good about that. They treat the freaking guests great. And because they've done that to one of those guests that remember I told you was going to stay at my place, and they, at twelve midnight they 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 booked my place, which someone yeah. was already there. And so I told Booking. dot com what happened. They're kind of blaming me for not blocking my calendar. What the freak? Whatever. Someone was yeah, already man. there, yeah. and so they said, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna relocate these guests to another place, and we're gonna you know charge you for whatever the difference is." And I was like, "No, I'm not going to pay that shit." <laughs> <laughs> I went back and forth <laughs> with them for. For a while and yeah, and, and yeah. they finally they waived the fee you know it took it took hours and hours of phone calls but i was See. like but that's what they do they were they if that situation if you didn't let them in your house they would put them up somewhere else and they'd pay for so it how so how would
0: they get their two hundred dollars back
1: they if from you they, well, they would get you. it from me they would invoice me and then okay. they hit my credit all that shit, oh, okay
0: you know? so so there's a way of accountability it's a little bit yeah, yeah <laughs> a, a little, little
1: bit <laughs> if i don't care about my credit then yeah. it do not matter but yeah, there's a way for them to go after because you sign all that shit when you sign up with them. Yeah, so, a little bit. <laughs> so booking.com. So so I think I, back then I think there was ways for them to for guests to scam booking.com by doing that crap. You know, last minute yeah. bookings, and then that person won't let them in. Hey, booking.com, this person ain't letting me in. They'll put them up in a nice place and they'll pay for it. So or they'll pay the difference. That's the thing. The guest kind of still has. Let's say they booked it for a hundred bucks. All they could find that night in the area was something for two hundred dollars. Booking. dot com would only charge them a hundred bucks a night. Their original, yeah. money, and they would pay. the How rest much do
0: they it. charge? Make off percentages because I ain't been on Booking. dot com in so I, long. Ah,
1: shit, I know it was. It was. I know it was kind of high. It was it higher was? than Airbnb. Yeah, it was a bigger percentage.
0: Yeah, because they sent me like an invoice for a couple hundred. And I was like, uh, I'm good. I'm not paying that. So <laughs> yeah, like because they were saying somebody had booked and didn't. I was like, Nah, I'm good. Um, but yeah What else you got on the list man We got about the Price Labs Well
1: you wrote You wrote a whole bunch of stuff on here didn't you, or did you Yeah
0: man that? I was talking to Matter of fact One of the people that's actually watching My boy Raheem um, He was telling me about And he was talking about Making his kids entrepreneurs man And I was like That's like some of the Best best advice you can do Give to your child Is to make them an entrepreneur Cause like he was saying he, His kids told him He didn't want to go to college They do not want to go to college So he was like Hey well Next things up, be entrepreneur, and he's uh, trying. He's getting his arbitrage business popped off, which is pretty dope. You know, um, shout out to him for that. Because I tell people all the time, um, if, you, if your kids tell you they don't want to go to college, a lot of people start getting mad at their kids. You know, try to force it on them. And if you teach them instead how to make money on their own, because I was telling them, what you do is that once they get a job and they learn how to, the corporate world works. And then you teach them how to make money outside of that, and you realize you can make more money outside of that easier than on a corporate job. I said that's when they'll find to the love it. And right. like, yeah, that's what, that's what happened to me. I was like, dang, I can make this much money working this amount of time, way less, you know. So that's when it'll really hit you.
1: Sweet. I did um... – Yeah. <laughs> I did um... – Okay, what I wanted to dive in is because you're you're super mica, right you do all this I mean you got your hands in every cookie jar there is you got the you got the arbitrages going on you got your airbnb your airbnb out of your house your're um of course, you work full time doing all that your wife's got her entrepreneur stuff going on and, and um and her full- time job also and i'm I'm just wondering how, okay. How do you balance all of it, first of all? And how do you keep track of all of this? I mean, what kind of what kind of stuff? What kind of tools? Because I'm terrible at organizing things. Yeah, I got one Airbnb and one long term, and it's still <laughs> it's still to me it's a bunch of work. Yeah. and um, I just um, I have the the hardest time organizing. I'm not an organized dude. Yeah, and um, I feel and I think that's hurting my my growth, my potential growth as a as a business person. You know, and I'm wondering how you do it and how you're how you're growing. It's a bitch. <laughs> but <laughs> it is. But nah, um
0: it's it's systems. Straight up. Systems to people you have, like Mahogany helps me. I try to help Mahogany as much as I she I can with her side of like the fitness thing that she's on. Go check out Mahogany Fit, by the way. That's with two Ts. Drop. Uh, but um I try to help her out as much as possible. She helps me out. Uh, we have a boss player ass virtual assistant by the name of Chelsea. Shout out to her. She pretty much makes my whole Airbnb business run. She runs it all from top to bottom, and that shit goes. So without them, it's your team and the processes and the systems you can put around that team to make it go. Um, like with my rentals. Oh, and shout out to my parent, my uh, mom, dad, and my aunt. They've been taking care of my one in Arkansas. That's what I was gonna tell you. I might buy the house next door to the one in my own in arkansas because it's doing so good but i was like i'm gonna give it a year because i want to see what the year numbers look like then i'll hop on it because man i'm killing it down there man. i'm like <laughs> dang you know i'm like i ain't gonna tell nobody about this because man that's a gym can't be telling people about the arkansas game but uh but yeah it's really the team you can have around you you have to have a team you have to have systems um but the work Work, marriage, all that man, it's time consuming. You gotta, you gotta put time, effort into it. I listen to a lot of podcasts lately. I've been listening. I do, you know, I always do my sports podcasts. Um, I love the Herd podcast. I listen to another one called One Extraordinary Marriage. Just like marriage, life, business, um, but yeah, it's just you gotta really train yourself, man. It's effort. You gotta put effort into it.
1: So you're trying in in Arkansas, going back to that a little bit. You want yeah. to buy the house right next to it, maybe, perhaps. Maybe, yeah. And um, so you do a little do a little of the Al Williamson thing, right? Improve. That's the what street. I was thinking the
0: whole time too. Because <laughs> remember, I was telling you it ain't the property That's
1: our mentor, Al Williamson. Yeah,
0: it ain't in the hood, but it's around the corner from the hood. Like every time I get a review, they say it's in a sketchy neighborhood, but it's a really nice property. <laughs> So I get a bunch of four stars on the location, but yeah. other than that it's cool. You know, I I tell them like I try to spice up the place a little bit. I'm like, hey, I, I lived in this house while I was in college, you know, make it seem like it's a college friendly town. <laughs> 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 then they pull up, they're like, Oh shit. But no, nah, I mean <laughs> I mean they it's not it's not like a bad neighborhood, but it's like, you know, it's
1: it's got some flavors. Yeah, it's you some know. seasoning. Some Larry. You
0: could pick you up something if you walked around the corner. I'll just <laughs> But I'm just saying, like uh, one person wrote it in there. They're like, uh, once you drive around the corner, it's once you drive around the corner, it's a bit sketchy. But other than that, it's a because <laughs> that's why me and my mom were talking about me and my mom were like, well, dang, if if they come around this corner, I was like, I think they'll be straight, you know? Because Mahogany said it too. He's like, I don't know. I'm like, I think it'll be straight, but. <laughs> Yeah, but it's been working though. It's it's averaging five stars, but I, I can I don't think I can ever get a five star on the on the location though.
1: <laughs> just stay away from the corner of Malcolm X and Cesar Chavez, and you'll be okay. You'll be all right, man.
0: But yeah, man, it's,
1: <laughs> unpolitically correct there. Sorry,
0: Southside. South side. But yeah, man. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, but because I remember when you first got into it, that's what you kept saying. You're like, man, we should go buy up some houses and you know, in the hood, and just start fixing. I was like. I oh, don't know. Then I talked to Al, and Al was like, "That's what he does." I'm like, "Oh, snap! We might have something onto that, you know." So I, I don't know. I'm gonna look into it. Might be revitalizing some neighborhoods.
1: <laughs> and my buddy Wayne from um, from work always says, "There's money in the hood."
0: <laughs> it is. You know how to get it. There's money in the hood.
1: There's money, you can get whatever you want. Oh man. Um, so yeah, that's what I was wondering the most. I mean, I I'd, I'd love to, cause I you know I, I listen to a lot of podcasts too. Yeah. A lot of business ones, a lot of um, real estate ones, and they they bring up this um, this thing. You know, they bring up QuickBooks all the time. They bring oh, up I use that FreshBooks. So what? FreshBooks, FreshBooks is another one. It's probably like QuickBooks. I don't know. Yeah, I is use Quick QuickBooks Books. is just like the tax software, or you can set up your whole business through that. Oh, I
0: set up my whole business through it. I can create invoices. I pay like thirty two dollars a month. I got a good CPA that I'm running with. As a matter of fact, it's almost the thirty first. I got to start. Matter of fact, I'm throwing a party at my house. I need the locals. I'm having a holiday bash at my house. Y'all can come through. Uh, need some tax write-off. So we'll be holding an Airbnb uh, <laughs> giveaway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to write off some stuff. So, yeah, I'm about to be having that. Uh, what is it? Your charitable donations? Yeah, I got a few of those going out. So, yeah.
1: Can you write off Henny?
0: Yeah, you can, actually. You can write off Hennessy. Yeah, as long as it's... Um, given to the guests, and they consume it.
1: Right, right, yeah.
0: right. Write off some Henny, some Crown. We're going to write off all that.
1: I heard, I heard this, um speaking of write-offs, I heard this uh, this guy on one podcast, he was saying that when he was looking for, you know, he did all his entrepreneur stuff and the hustle, but he was always still looking for a job, and he'd mm-hmm. always go on job interviews. He'd go... Oh yeah, I'd go to Chicago, New York, L.A. You named all these spots. Yeah. I I probably I did like hundred interviews one year. Like, what the heck? Why are you doing so many interviews? You know, mm-hmm. all over the place. Oh, you know. Well, I might go in and interview in L.A. on a on a Friday and then stay there for the weekend. But it's still a business <laughs> trip. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> Straight up, because I remember I was a uh, matter of fact, it was about last month, I think. Me and my wife, we drove down to Arkansas, and my mom, she had bought a bunch of stuff. And she gave me the receipt. She's like, hey, hey, write this off as a business expense. You drove down here just telling me you looked at your property. She's like, that's what me and your dad used to do when we fly down here. I was like, dang, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just tell me you looked at your property. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. So, I mean, tax write-offs are cool.
1: Yeah. All right. So do you do spreadsheets and stuff?
0: Uh-uh. I just use strictly QuickBooks. I just give... Um, what you what you can do on QuickBooks, you can just add all your expenses, add all your cards, whatever it is you use, and then give your accountants an email to log into it, and he'll just run it from there. So whenever my accountant needs me or if I'm slow updating stuff, he just send me a
1: text. Now, does it have where you can take pictures of receipts and it'll post them automatic? There's some apps that do that now.
0: Yeah. I don't really do receipts, though, because I do everything on cards. Oh, okay. So I just automatically import it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, cool.
0: I mean, you really... You can use receipts, but you can do cards You get way faster. But, yeah, you can do, there's features to do that, though.
1: Oh, nice, nice. Definitely. So it's worth the 32 bucks a month. Yeah, yeah. Not that we're advertising for them or nothing. You know, find, oh, yeah. <laughs> find y'all's own Really thing.
0: shouldn't have told y'all that because they, <laughs> they need to be paying us saying their names straight up.
1: Quick books.
0: <laughs> But, no, that's what I use. It's, it works for me. Oh, so, man. oh, have you looked at how you're going to write off your Airbnb taxes? All your, I mean, are your Airbnb income, how you going to do it?
1: Mm-mm.
0: You haven't talked to a CPA?
1: Not yet. Not yet? Okay. Why is
0: that? I was just wondering. Because <laughs> I, I know, because I put everything, are you, you don't operate under LLC, right? Mm-mm. Okay, because I hear a bunch of people in the professional hopes groups that says you can get more, you can, you can still get good tax write-offs if you just write it off under yourself. Right, right. Yeah, but I ran into some trouble like last year. I was like, eh, I ain't doing this again.
1: You know that? Oh shit! Yeah, I was like, I ain't doing that shit. Because
0: yeah. it, it it looks like you made too much money, and then you got to worry about what you're get, dishing out. Yeah, it was, it was. I was like, Nah, I'm putting that shit under LLC. You
1: know, I I did my um, taxes on the H H and R block. Um, where you can, you know, you pay eighty bucks and you do like your own taxes online yeah. kind of thing. And um, they have a free one, but if you have like real estate, it said you know you should use this one because yeah. you know it's more whatever. And I just followed it step by step, and one of them in this and it told me to list my rental properties, and one and one of the ones was it, it did ask questions if um, if this rental property was people staying like less than thirty days, whatever. And so I just yeah. followed that one all the way through. So I don't know if it how it calculated it or what, but did you owe anything? No, no, you I, I That's you good. Know. I'm see I'm the I'm the sole income. You know, right now I'm the mm-hmm. the sole. Um, um, Wage earner of the family. So that helps a lot. So yeah. I have my wife and I have my baby. Oh, yeah. So, you yeah, get the so, paper back. so that I've been getting nice returns back because the more properties you own, the more return, you know, the better um, tax pay, uh, tax, um, whatever it's called, benefits you get. Yeah, deductibles yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I so. think the
0: last time I got a tax return, I think it was like $2, man. I was like, you can keep this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Give me $2. <laughs> I love it. Because it's like, because it it's, and I was thinking about that today, too, but it really helps, though, because I have income, Mahogany has income, and then we have our business, and I was like, dang, we really have good, three good streams of income coming in, you know, so, but yeah, tax season, man, I was like, man, I'm making sure I ain't carrying all this stuff next year, that was, it was man.
1: But, if you look at it another way, it's a sign that you're kicking some ass, so, I mean, yeah, I yeah. know, it sucks to pay the tax, man, but, I yeah, mean, yeah. just like someone, I, I heard somewhere, like, someone made, like, oh, they made, like, Five hundred thousand on a flip, right? Like, man. Oh, and, capital and one gains. person's like, yeah. One person. That's a one thing said. Oh man, I'd hate to pay the taxes on that. But the other guy's looking. Well, they still made a shitload of yeah, money. Yeah, still <laughs> even, made some money, even though they had to pay what twenty five percent or whatever the hell it was. I will
0: take twenty five percent of five hundred. You know? <laughs> I will take twenty five percent of five hundred. No, they kept
1: seventy five percent. They paid the twenty five percent. So I'm just saying. I'll be
0: yeah. I keep seventy five percent of five hundred for sure. You know, it's kind of you, like you a know.
1: glass half full, glass half empty. Yeah, Man, I had to pay so much in taxes this year. That just made you made a shitload of money. That's a good thing, right? That's kind yeah. of in a way. That's a good thing. But um, of course, try to try to pay as little as possible in the most legal way as possible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but man!
0: So you sent me that article about Vegas coming down hard on um, short-term oh, rentals.
1: Ooh, yeah!
0: Man, it was crazy. Like a week after you sent me that article, all my stuff in Vegas just start blowing up. Like I'm talking, I'm getting bookings every day for Vegas, 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 Vegas. And I was like, "Dang, what's going on, man?" And I'm We're making some bank off Vegas. I'm like, "What's going on?" <laughs> and then I looked back, and you sent me that article. And they're coming down on all those people because they're coming down on the residential people. That's why I said I think Airbnb – I don't think this is going to happen because a lot of people – I don't think this is going to happen. But I think they're going to try to limit Airbnb to home share hosts. And I think corporate arbitrage you can't really get caught because you're inside of an apartment building. You know what I mean? But yeah. I think those are going to be the people that's safe in the long run.
1: Yeah. And it's it's the article. I mean, it was kind of crazy. I posted it on the um, the Astro Group, the Arlington Short Term Rental Alliance um, Facebook page, and I was like, you know, because everybody's posting, you know, any any article that's either you know pro or against, you know, what's going on right now. It's it's crazy. It's crazy what cities are doing, but I posted it on there and I said, um, well, it said on the on the title, it goes, just you know, just like that, ninety eight percent of the Vegas. Um, well, of the Vegas Airbnb, it didn't say Vegas Airbnbs, but the, the registered Vegas Airbnbs are now outlawed. 98% Ooh, That helped gone. me, man. Cool, I loved it. <laughs> I kick them out. I'm so, good. <laughs> you should have registered, Micah. No,
0: I don't have to, man. And hey, that's why my business model in Vegas is so dope. I don't have to register with the city. But as long as they don't do that New Orleans crap, I'm good. But... Yeah, I think, but I think a lot of cities because Portland—you got to think Portland's all the way up in the northwest. It's a lot of cities that are gonna start calling Airbnb directly, straight up. And I think Airbnb is gonna throw money behind the Airbnb Plus cities like San Diego, Austin. They'll be like, "We'll give you these people, but if you try to do anything, we're we're gonna back them up with the paper," you know.
1: Now check this out. Okay. Would you? Um, okay, pretty. They're they're saying short term rental ban. Everybody's saying short term rental. No one's messing with the long term rentals. Not yet, anyways. I think it might be a, I hope not. You know, it's not a Pandora's long-term. box to the uh, the government controlling more and more of your life is what I is what I'm looking at it like. And so um hopefully they don't mess with it. And um, They can't. Anyways <laughs> Quit saying that, man, you're gonna fix okay. it. You said that about Arlington. Arlington's never gonna ban it. Boom. They didn't ban it. Well they're they not put yet.
0: restrictions on it.
1: <laughs> Pretty much a, a soft ban. <laughs> yeah, there
0: you go. Soft
1: <laughs> but anyways, um what I was what I was getting at is um what was I getting at, man? My bad. <laughs> Sorry. What was I saying up to that point? You were saying the uh Oh, the Astra group. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh no no, 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 no. no. You I'm were talking
0: sorry. about the ban the them banning.
1: Okay. Or- okay, they're banning STRs and what yeah. most people think an STR short term rental is um a rental less than 30 days. Yeah. And so what you could actually a, a way I think, you know, and I'm sure people do it, a way to add you cuz Airbnb is the biggest advertising piece for your business that you could, use, that you could utilize, yeah, right? Yeah. Airbnb. Easy. I mean, I guess VR, VR, VRBO is good too, but whatever, not as good. But Airbnb is the one. It's the one everybody talks about. Ban Airbnb, ban Airbnb. It's, you know, there's, a, there's hundreds of other sites, but still, Airbnb is the number one out there. And so it, if you could, you could still have an Airbnb on your house, an Airbnb page and everything, you'd have to put you must stay 30 days or more. You have to put that in the listing, right? And they can't mess with you. They can't mess with you because it's not not a short term rental. You could put on there, you must stay thirty days or more. Okay, that I've I've seen people do that in other cities. People, you know, I even taught Jasper when they when they started banning them over there in um, in um, what's it called um, Amsterdam. People would put that on their listing. You know, you must stay thirty days or more. Blah blah blah. Boom! You could still, you'd still kind of have some advertising, some exposure for your business, and you're satisfying the city. Look, the city tries to say something. Look, I have it. They can only stay 30 days, whatever. But like, if you, with your business, you can, it'll just be like a, a springboard to bounce them to your site, your personal site, right?
0: Yeah, but there's a big, there's a hole in the system when you do that, because the hole is okay. You wrote in your listing you have to stay 30 days. But what if I can go into – now, do you have instant book on?
1: Uh, maybe. I don't Let's know. Let's just
0: say instant book's on. Uh-huh. But I can just click in there and go book two
1: days. Okay. Well. See, that's the thing. Well, you – but the thing is you can put – you have to put in your listing the 30-day minimum as the – on the calendar. You know what I'm saying? On the calendar. Oh, you on know, the calendar. You, you could yeah, that, yeah, that calendar. works. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were just saying in the listing. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. You put it – Yeah, you put it on the listing to indicate, hey, you know, thirty days or more, and then the calendar is going to show because, like, if if, they—that's the thing—if they're choosing dates, right? If they're choosing April seventh or April fourteenth, you're not going to show up because your calendar. They have to. That's what I do. That's what I do with my condo. Right, right, right.
0: But you could, you could create two listings, link one, make one like a one night regular Airbnb, link it to the one that's thirty days, and then kind of. Oh, no. You can kind of play with it like that. But th- that's what I did with my – with my. now, when I HOA, you have to do that. It has to say 30 days, and they can only book 30 days. I thought you meant just write in the list in description. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it, that That's a hole in that. It's a hole in that. Because you can go in there and book for a minimum of five days or whatever.
1: Right, right. But – I mean, maybe you think um, short-term rentals days are numbered as far as just like in residential places, in residential cities. Yeah, I do. Cause if, when I say
0: residential, I mean neighborhoods and houses. Yeah, yeah. Houses are the problem. Right. A lot of people. Well, they say apartments are problems because they just call housing shortages. I know even in that article I showed you about Portland, they were calling housing shortages, which I don't. I don't really know nothing about it, but. Oh, that's a question. He said, do you have a business license for your Airbnb? Do you suggest that? Uh, Yeah, I would suggest operating. Yeah, that came from Richard. Yeah, I would suggest uh, operating under an LLC for sure.
1: And they can't find you?
0: Yeah, they can't find you if you operate. Well, I'll tell you this. Okay, this is one secret. I I I think I might have told you all this before, what I really do. I operate under an LLC. No, I operate... As a DBA on Airbnb, I operate as a DBA. My DBA is owned by my LLC, so even if you look up my LLC, you'll never find me. Right, right. So that's what I do, you know. So, I mean. What up,
1: Jojo? He says the bears. Oh,
0: that's my boy, Jojo
1: Nahar. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, so I mean, it's all types of
0: ways you can get around it, but I, I think it is numbered. In residential neighborhoods i mean but if you look like i ain't gonna lie when i was at my last we and mahogany went out one night and we went to one of our uh units man that place was just cr- and i, and I kind of seen it then place is just crawling with airbnbers like i'm talking people walking down the halls straight airbnbs bags in hand and I think we told you about it. We like we I asked one of the dudes, because he couldn't get in. He's like, Oh man, I forgot my key and I let him in. And I was like, Hey, you care for an Airbnb? He's like, Oh yeah, yeah, and he just kept walking. I'm like, damn. Like it was a whole crowd of people. I'm like, Oh yeah, I can see the problem but I'm like, But yeah, but they'll shut you down if you don't do it right. You know, but if you if you're doing it on a legal lease, I don't think I think that's what the that's where the bread and bacon is. The people telling people how to do it legally. And then, because, like, I called an apartment complex about two months ago, and they're like, we're not doing corporate leases at the moment. Yeah, because they know it's – I think they have a certain amount they'll do. Yeah. And then, you know, because a lot of people – the people that don't know you can legally lease an apartment complex and then put it on Airbnb, those people are the ones saying, oh, it's being run down. Because some of those people are legally, legitimately doing it, and the apartment complex knows and ain't going to say nothing because they're making their money.
1: Right, right. So, you know. You know, um, do you feel that there should be some kind of control on Airbnbs? That they're going to actually – they could be detrimental to cities? Yeah. Get out of control and just take over all the houses in the city could be Airbnbs?
0: If you don't regulate it, it can be. Because, I mean, this corporate lease thing, people are catching on to it. I mean, there's too many channels out there. YouTube, we talk about it. People people know, oh, I can legally go lease a – so if you just get a bunch of people doing that at one time, I think it's up to the apartment complexes to kind of limit it like that one did. They limited it. They're like, no, you got to have this, this, and this, you know. So, I mean, I I think it's detrimental. I think residential neighborhoods are the biggest target to me.
1: Now, you now – you- are you talking about just like standalone Airbnbs? Like someone buys, you know, a few a houses house. on the street, yeah, just to, to be Airbnbs. They're not going to live there, like. Oh, but home shares—that's I think, I still think I that's still out of the question. Out of the question. I, question. I think homeshares yeah. are home shares are cool. Me too.
0: I don't yeah. think they're ever going to bother because that's how Airbnb got started. That's what it originally was. It was a home share platform. Yeah. You go in, you dude needs somebody where to sleep. He sleeps on the couch. But residential, yeah, it's it's about to get hard, man. You know
1: who screwed it up for us? The hedge funders, man. The Wall Street. They went in there and started snapping up houses just for that purpose.
0: Did they? Or is it... I just don't think it's that big. Many... Okay, places
1: like San Diego, stuff like that. I mean, we how many See, people can afford okay. to buy a, a $2 million house in San Diego and pour, and pour a million on it to make it, See, like, that, flawless?
0: Is that hedge funder or is that just the state of California? Where did Airbnb start? California. Why? Because the housing was too high <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: straight up yeah. you know what i mean they started that
1: right 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 you
0: know if the prowess is too hard they they like oh dude uh chesky them they're like oh shoot i can rent out my couch and they start making money off of it
1: you know i don't know i wouldn't mind seeing a shift towards it being mostly um you know home, home shares. shares yeah and then you know people can have that mother-in-law suite it could help pay for your house and then you know, you can meet people coming through and show them your town. I think that's See, the cool part of Airbnb.
0: You remember at that um, city council meeting, a guy made a good point. Like Everybody in the blue was kind of against what he was saying, but he made a damn good point. He straight up said, he was like, if you allow short-term rentals, these people are going to get smart with their houses and start doing other stuff. Which I start thinking, I'm like, yeah, he's right. We probably will. Mm-hmm. And just what you just said, those in-law suites – you're going to try to have people build those in their backyard. <laughs> I mean, I know I would try it, but I mean, I knew you're going to have to get it. Because there's certain plant zoning that has to go behind that, right? If you yeah, put it in your backyard. Yeah, it was the yeah. same
1: kind of SUP thing. I had to pay 1000 bucks and put in all the, the blueprints, and hopefully they approve me. If not, they keep my 1000 bucks. <laughs> you want people to trust
0: that, man?
1: Hell Arlington's crazy. Carter Carter just chimed in. What's up, Carter Carter? What up, what up? So nice they named her twice. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, but I think residential neighborhoods are going to take a hit, if anything. And I think they're the easiest ones to get caught. I mean, there ain't no way to hide it if you're in a residential neighborhood. Somebody just snitch on you and it's over with.
1: That's it. That's it. Um, going back briefly to the Carter Carter thing, we did talk about your story, Carter Carter, a little bit. And um, we just um, – Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ignorant people out there, man. Yeah, and, yeah. And one thing I was saying – because going back to real quick to Carter Carter's story, I mean, if you've listened to yeah. the beginning, you heard it. But like a, a brief recap, she, you know, she booked a place 40 bucks a night in Vegas, and the guy called her and said, Hey, I accidentally, um, there's supposed to be 150 bucks a night. Sorry about that, but could you just go ahead and cancel? And so she's like, No, I ain't going to cancel. <laughs> <laughs> and she oh, got a is- good deal. She, she's already ahead in Vegas, and not people, I mean, people end up in, ahead in Vegas. <laughs> already so, ahead in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't. And so um, what I thought, I mean, instead of that, that um, host getting pissed off at her or whatever, and, yeah. and, and trying you know whatever angle he's trying to work with Airbnb, say okay you know I, I would have come out in and in you come out in a more positive way. It might have got something you know might have got a, a cool solution out of it, but say hey okay, I obviously messed up you know I'm gonna honor that price whatever, but here's the thing you know I pay my you know I pay my cleaner hundred bucks if you could if you could throw you know throw a tip throw through a few if you feel good about throwing a few bucks at my cleaner you know I'd really appreciate it if not you know whatever I messed up I'll honor the price and you know I, and if I rented a place like that and I saw that as an honest mistake hey man I might throw you know I might throw some change I'll, at the cleaner okay I'll be honest. I'll, be honest I'll be honest
0: I'm gonna give you the host perspective and the <laughs> guest perspective <laughs> all right now, let's say I'm the host and that happened to me I got instant booked Right? right? This is right. why you got to know the system. If I got instant booked at $40 a night and I didn't want it, he messed up when he wrote in the messages, hey, can you book? It's a pricing issue. He could have canceled it penalty-free, just called Airbnb and say he was uncomfortable with the reservation. But he messed up by writing it in the messages. Uh... See, he could have got out of it, but he didn't. So I, now, I,
1: I, I don't I don't know. R- real quick. Okay. No, no. I'll let you finish because I don't want you to, I want you now, to finish train at that.
0: On the – other end, like on Carter Carter's end, if I'm a guest, he says all this stuff like, hey, can you he messed up first off. But now, if let's say he books says he's uncomfortable, I don't know how Airbnb plays it. Because I think Carter Carter has her face <laughs> like in the in the Airbnb <laughs> professional host group. <laughs> she wrote, Why wouldn't you be comfortable? It's because I'm black. I was wrong. <laughs> I was like I was like, yeah, hey, that's the way to go. You know, that's the way to do, you know. You're uncomfortable with my skin color, you know. But I don't think Airbnb would tell you anyways. They would just cancel it and say the host um, couldn't host or something like that. Because you can you can cancel instant books. Uh-huh. But he messed up by saying it was a pricing issue. He could have said anything to get out of it to right. Airbnb directly. And that's why I got to know. You got to know when to call Airbnb and when to keep Airbnb out of it. You know, um, if somebody messes up on the other end, you let them call Airbnb. Like the lady, matter of fact, the little lady who said she had bed bugs and posted all them pictures on the plant. She never went to Airbnb, hmm. and we told her to. And I knew it was a scam then.
1: Yeah. So, so with, with the Carter Carter thing, what what ended up happening? He so he said cancel it. She said no. And then what did it go after that? Did he try to get Airbnb to cancel it? What happened?
0: No, of course he ain't going to get Airbnb to cancel it. It Says penalty on him.
1: Uh huh. He so, ain't trying to get caught up. So the reservation is still standing. Yeah,
0: it's going to still stand. It's going to stand.
1: Wow. And so he can't do nothing about it.
0: No, but Carter Carter gave me a good idea. I don't travel with Airbnb, but I'm about to start preying on people with bad prices. That's <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Hey, you got? To, I'm about to start putting them little filters in there. Hey, 80 60 bucks 60 a night. Somebody got something for 60 a night, you know, and it's <laughs> top of the line. Hey, I'm in there. You know, they say they put the wrong price too bad. <laughs>
1: Man, that's crazy. Like, hey.
0: Make sure the air on when I get there, too. I'm going to send a <cinema> message. <laughs>
1: 71 degrees.
0: <Yeah. sighs>
1: okay, so give a tip out there to hosts that get in a situation like that. That say, oops, I accidentally priced it at 40 a night. And so, a quick way to get out of it, all they got to do is say they're not comfortable hosting this person.
0: Yeah, as long as it's an instant book.
1: As long as, okay, it has to be yeah. instant book. Yeah, yeah,
0: because if you accepted it, then you accepted oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, if it's okay. an instant book,
1: you can do that. That's why you're against instant book. You were against it, but you Kinda. changed your mind.
0: I'm, I'm for instant book. Um, I actually find people that instant book are better guests than people that request, because people that request, it's only two choices. You either got bad reviews or you, you're new to the platform. So it's the new to the platform, I'm cool with, but the bad reviews, it's like, eh, you know? And then even, this is the other thing about Instant Book It really ain't a true comparison of who's a good guest, who's a bad guest Because most hosts, they're scared to leave bad reviews I see that every day in the professional host group Oh, I'm scared to, (laughs) not me (laughs) I'll tell them straight up
1: You'll scorch them, man
0: Yeah, because I know that one day my guest who's currently at my house He almost got a bad review I thought he didn't read the rules because I came home and a car was parked in my driveway That's the quickest way to piss me off
1: (laughs) He's like, oh, oh,
0: oh, no, no, no. I was just bringing my stuff in. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I, I woke up. I, was, I knocked on a guest door at 2 o'clock in the morning for doing that, man. Parking in my driveway, man.
1: He'd be like, Suge Knight. In, um, <laughs>
0: no, I ain't going to <laughs> <laughs> I don't want 40 years.
1: <laughs> I don't want that and 40. You gotta a Compton, remember that? Str- <laughs> oh, man, I love that movie. Don't Straight bleed on. on my car. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, that, but, yeah, I mean.
1: So, thank you for that information, Carter Carter, that awesome story, and um, for lighting up the Airbnb professional host page that I'm still banned from, apparently.
0: I'll, I'll go in and make a request for you, man. I'm like, hey, I'll let Steve back in. Uh, yeah. But they yeah. don't like me in there, man. They went off and told, they, today they said I was unethical and didn't have compassion.
1: <laughs> it's like, hey,
0: it is what it is.
1: Dog eat dog. I'm world. very
0: yeah because that's what the woman said. She goes, "Oh, I guess it's just a dog eat dog world." <laughs> I guess so. I mean, hey, le- mistakes are learning lessons. That's all it is. It's just a learning lesson. Hey, I did it. Like I said, I, I had a place. I forgot a damn cleaning fee. I lost money. I was like, ah, oh, but
1: we honored it, but, man. And that, and that's, that's 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 ethics right there. You yeah. honored it. Yeah, you know. And um,
0: but calling a guest and asking them for 150 bucks. Come on, man. That's ethical to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you uh, what <laughs> but yeah i don't know
1: um that's nah, crazy yeah so so we appreciate all the um people writing into us and you know, if you write into us we'll, we'll talk about your um situation on the show you'll be yeah. famous we'll make you famous and <laughs> shout out to aleria because she always shares um our podcast on yeah. the airbnb professional post page <laughs> definitely and yeah, that's pretty cool mm. so i wonder if any of the people know that i'm that I'm associated with the with Live That Thrive on the probably some of them we they got do. some fans yeah, from there know. we got some fans from there
0: oh it was one question I had uh, you you something you wrote that I had a question about so now you re- said it, it, yeah yeah it's kind of kind of real business related because it's something I, I probably have a few things to say about it as well you said don't let don't let anyone squash your dreams especially your family
1: hmm,
0: hmm. man hmm. Hmm. what was your idea what was your thoughts on that.
1: Oh well, my thinking on that, I mean, um, okay, just to just starting to buy houses, okay. you know, right away they're like, well, how can you afford that? Well, what are you doing? Be careful, you're gonna, you might make a mistake. You might do that. I mean, auto, automatically, just, I mean, maybe it's out of a nurturing, uh, trying to help you kind of way, but. All of a sudden, you know, oh no! no you energy. stick with your job. Don't whatever you do, don't don't mess up that job. You know, you gotta you gotta focus on that. That's the big thing. You know, don't don't get distracted by this other stuff. I mean, right away they, they just automatically default to oh, you get a job, you stick with that, you live yeah. one house, and, and how are you gonna buy three? How are you gonna take care of three houses? How are you gonna pay three mortgages? You know, it's just like all this negativity thrown at you right yeah. away by various family members. As I said because I said especially family members because it seems to come. The strongest from them because they can feel they have they can say things that like a friend or whatever yeah they might give some advice and stuff too or say some negative stuff but a family person will come at you you know because they feel like they can you know this I'm trying to help this guy he's you know
0: you know what I was gonna say something about that like okay you you grew up here right 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 what I noticed is even with family if you okay if you move away from family and you show them success. They'll follow it instead of throwing the negative energy. But if you're right around the corner from them, they don't really look at it as a success because you're still here. I, I noticed that. Kind of get what I'm saying? Like, I noticed when I'm like, because I'm all the way away from my family. I have a sister here and just a couple family members here. Uh-huh. They look at you a little different. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, dang, I can do that too. I can leave and do this, you know? But if you're right around the corner from them, they don't just see it. You know, especially if they see you every day or every weekend or whatever. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It, it, so I know what you mean. Yeah, you can't let them squash your dreams straight up. Sometimes you just got to leave <laughs> straight up. <laughs> straight up. I found that you get the mo- You get a lot of success, like, especially, like, here, though, it's, like, too booming here. You can't leave here, you know. Because right hard. here it's, like, but, it's it's everything, the, but yeah. like, here it's, like, even your family here, it's, like, dang, you don't see all the success coming here? You you can get a piece of the pie, get you know. a piece of it, man. Yeah, but. Yeah, I know what you mean. That negative energy, man. You got to keep away from that.
1: One, yeah, exactly. And one, one thing that um was pretty cool, cause like, like my my buddy Pedro at work, you know, he, he's um he has a son that's a teenager, stuff like that. You know, when we're teenagers, we want to just blow through money. You know, that's just how yeah. it is. And um, what what Pedro, I guess, just you know, me and him talking about stuff like this and about he's always he said he always wanted to get into renting houses kind of thing too, but. He said he, he bought like a big you know kind of make mansion thing it kind of yeah. handicapped him a little bit and i said well there's still ways to do it man i was i'm just trying to encourage him you can still do you know certain things in real estate you don't have to go out and buy a house and this you can do wholesaling you can do all kinds of things yeah and um but he was boy he's talking to his son now he's telling him um he's trying to keep him on that path trying to say hey man when you know as soon as you, as soon as you get in college or get out of college, you know, buy your first house and then, and then, you know, you know, yeah. fix it nice and go, you know, move to the next one. Don't go buy it as much, you know, don't extend your, overextend yourself as much as you can mm-hmm. with the big house and the big car, you know, all this stuff right away, status symbols, look at me. It yeah. goes, it goes, you just start off with the, you know, basic house, you know, get that rented, start off with another one and then another one and you accumulate, you know, yeah. He was telling him how to do it. And that's house hacking, man. That's, a, that's yeah. a great way to get ahead. And that's what I'm trying to do. And, um,. He's, and he's saying, I know you want to show people what you got, you know, show the nice yeah. car, because he came out his dad saying, you know, he, he wanted to help, see if he could help him, because he already has a car paid off. It's a nice car, too. It's a, a nicer, nice car. But he wanted to step up and get an even nicer, like a new car Hell and no. get the car payment and ask his dad to help uh, co-sign and all that stuff. And he's saying, you, you know, you no, I'm not going to do that. You, you're yeah. going the wrong route already. You know what happened to the thing we talked about? Getting getting a house here, getting a house here. You know, you know, growing. He goes, it does, and and he says something cool, which you know was what Pedro told me. He he told his son, he said it doesn't matter. You know, all the stuff that they see you 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 have. You they, they see you know the outward stuff that they see you. Nice watches, nice yeah. cars, nice big house. You know, you're showing. He goes he goes, they don't have to see all that. He goes, You can have you can live like a simple, you know, you know, you can have you know, kinda decent things. Yeah. What they don't see is that big ass bank account you're gonna have. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) They don't see that. They might, you know, people judge. They see equity. Yeah, they they don't see the (laughs) equity. They don't see your bank account growing and growing, you know, who cares if they, they don't see all the material stuff. Mm-hmm. What's in your bank account is what counts, and I was like, "That's straight pretty up. cool, man." Yeah, it's real. He's talk, teaching man. his kid right, you know, straight up. Man. Going back to teaching our kids right. Yeah,
0: shout out to Raheem for that because he brought that to me. He said, "Man, I'm making my. I'm gonna make my kid an entrepreneur." I was like, "Yeah, that's the way to go about it." Because I even like when I'm walking out, like I even teach. I, my son's only three, but I kind of teach him stuff like that. Like the other day, me and Mahogany were walking out the out the door, and like you know, I have my big sign it says "Share B and B" when you first walked in. And I teach my son, I'm like, that's yours, you know. So he starts to grab grab onto it in his head, that's his, right, you know. Right. So, yeah, it's the, the small stuff like that, you know, just teach plant him. Plant the seeds. Really, you know, yeah, uh, you plant the seeds, especially when he's three. He might not understand it, but it'll it it'll, it'll come. It's just become memory to him, like, oh, it's mine, you know. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man, teach your children well.
0: Straight up, man, give them something, <laughs> give them something to pass, pass something down to them. That's the biggest thing.
1: Exactly. So um episode seventy four we had started off with some technical glitches and um if you're listening on the podcast I'm gonna edit all those technical glitches. Yeah out. Yeah, yeah
0: he'll edit all that out. <laughs> yeah yeah.
1: But if you were um tuned in live, see that's the fun of live um live TV or live podcasting live whatever yeah you get to see all the all the stuff that i usually edit out for us oh yeah yeah, but. <laughs> yeah we edit we out here <laughs> a lot <laughs> oh man but uh we yeah i hope you enjoyed it uh we, we gotta we'll, get the youtube up we'll get right. the youtube yeah, we'll up. get that work we're right gonna now, right yeah going. I, I, I can transfer this over to youtube I, you I've can't. Seen, yeah i've seen i've seen youtube videos about how to do that
0: oh never why, I, that's what i was saying i was like <laughs> that's why i didn't want to do the live because okay well yeah if you can do that that'll work
1: well cool um Live, let live let Thrive dot com, at gmail dot com. We're gonna how's the website doing we
0: we really gotta update it, man. We've really been busy with everything else. We gotta update it. But yeah, man. Yeah,
1: we'll get back there. to it. So the so message us, LiveLetThrive at gmail dot com. Um uh, what's the number to your um the hotline? For, oh four six nine three hundred
0: ninety one hundred. Forgot to say. Peter Behooth called me today. Oh, okay. Let's go. Man, over he that. was he was going off, of course, who's on Peter, Airbnb. Who's Peter Behooth? Peter Behouth. He's the one with the number one. If you haven't listened to our podcast, go back to I think it's like the very beginning. Peter Behooth has the treehouse in Atlanta. He's the number one wish for Airbnb. Um, he lost his superhost status. Uh, he 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 got real sick. He um, he said his liver completely failed on him. He's been real sick. He got real sick, but he's better now. He said, "Man, I was on my." He said he was like inches away from death, but he said he got back up and um, he shut. Because he, he he only rents it out in seasons. This treehouse is so tight that he can literally only rent it out. He can rent it out for I think four to five months out of the year, and it'll pay like his mortgage the whole year. Because it's just that, yeah. If you, you guys, everyone should know who the. Treehouse guy, his, yeah, tree but house yeah, and guy. he he was saying, man, he he's he's on his last straw with Airbnb, and that's what he was telling me. He was like, man, I got sick, I couldn't host, I had to cancel a bunch of people. They didn't help me. I was like, oh man, dude. So, you know, he's real close to that treehouse. But shout out to him. He said he's getting better. But yeah, man, it's 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 a trip.
1: It sucks, man. Airbnb, man, they, they treat people bad sometimes. You yeah. Know? The, mostly the hosts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But I talked to him for a while. I talked to him about 10 minutes, and, you know, he's, you know, how he is off air, man. He's going off on air. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. He's getting back on again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. That's what he said. He said, man, he said, the reason I called you, he goes, the reason I called you, man, he was like, I went back and listened to the podcast, and he said, y'all are supposed to be coming down here part two. and I'm holding you to it. Oh. I was like, oh, man. You know what would be the perfect time to go? When? Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I, I just I just thought of that too. I'm like, dang, it's in Atlanta too. We could go to the Super Bowl, man. But he'd
1: I'm, be like, oh, don't take away my Super Bowl listings, yo. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he
0: doesn't open it back till March. Oh, oh, shoot. Remember, he he does. His is more of an experience than an Airbnb. It'd
1: be cold out there in the woods, wouldn't it?
0: <laughs> Probably would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because his is more like an experience than an Airbnb. I was like,
1: dang, we should man. record an episode there.
0: That's what he wants to do. That's okay, what he said. Okay. He said, Yeah, come there and record an episode. So yeah, he was he was down. But yeah, that was that was the last bit of our show. Shout out to Peter.
1: Peter Behooth, the, the guy that got us started. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like at the very beginning. Yeah, you was, you the,
1: know, that first interview, it, it was crazy because like, okay, oh wow, we landed the the biggest, you know, yeah. the the number one <laughs> wish for um uh, what's him call it called? Um, Airbnb. Airbnb listing in the world. This is insane. We get to talk to the guy, the man. Yeah. And um, this is going to be a great. Inter- he's going to give us so much knowledge. And the first thing he did, hey, man, can I talk to you first before we do this? <laughs> so, oh, yeah, okay. And, and so I called him, and, or he called me, and yeah, man, I'm going to say a lot of negative stuff about Airbnb. I hope you don't mind. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> man, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, I'm gonna, there's no rules, right? And I was like, no, go ahead.
0: Yeah, because he, now nah, you know what's funny? When I was on the phone with him, he goes, yeah, man, I didn't know you all at that time y'all only had like eight episodes. He goes, after I looked, he was like, eight episodes? What did I just do? I was like,
1: we <laughs> were too small fry for him.
0: Yeah, but he was like, and he looks like, he's like, oh, you guys are up to 70 now. He's like, it's good. But what he was saying was, though, because like, I didn't know if you actually Google his name, dude's been on HGTV everything. I was like, damn, dude's like a big deal out you there. He don't need
1: Airbnb no more. Yeah, he,
0: he really doesn't, though.
1: He's his own brand.
0: He doesn't. I was thinking that, too. I'm like, if you can Google your name and all that comes up, you really don't need Airbnb.
1: Yeah. He pfft, I was. Woo, party that. foul.
0: Yeah, straight up. <laughs> that got me excited because I'm like, dang. If No, because I was yeah, thinking, like, him. like if you can build him. that much traction, you don't need
1: him. Get his own website. He's good to go, but He man. has his own website, peterbayo.com. But can you book, book his place there? I don't know. I'm, I'm talk, That's what I'm I meant. His him. own booking site. Yeah, yeah he needs his own yeah. booking site because,
0: yeah, he, he don't need
1: him. Cut out the middle, man. I'm all for that. <laughs> Straight up. So there you go. Shout out to Peter. What's up? Thank you all for uh, watching us on here and um, listening to us on the podcast. Y'all are the best, best fans we could ever ask for. Yeah. And uh, we hope to keep pumping out some good um, good material for y'all.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll have a
1: live when we're actually drinking. Those are the fun things. <laughs> <days. laughs> Crack out the, the rum. Yeah. Peace. Later.